we present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue and your chairman tonight, Barry Cryer. Thank you and welcome again to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the panel game that proves that life isn't all misery and bad news, it can be chaos as well. Uh, this is a clearly defined panel game with very tightly knit rules and my name of course is Steve McQueen. At the piano, at the piano we have our very own Mr. David Lee and confronting each other we have two teams. On my left, listeners, you'll have spotted them on my left, we have uh, first Mr. John Hello Sailor Cleese, partnered by Graham Goody Goody Garden and opposing them. We do in fact have Bill Let It All Hang Out Oddy and Tim Brooke No Argument Taylor. Let us plunge, gentlemen, into the morass of the game with the first round, which is rather evocatively entitled The Singing Sprint. A member of each team will be asked to sing a song as fast as he possibly can, and then a member of the opposing team will then endeavour to sing the same song even faster. Uh, the first uh, contestant will, in fact, be Mr Tim Brooke-Taylor, who is going to endeavour to sing <coughs> Gilly Gilly Ossen Pfeffer... <laughs> Cat's Nell and Bogan by the Sea, the well-known firm of solicitors. Um, <laughs> Tim, see how fast you can sing the aforesaid David Lee poised at the keyboard. There's a tiny house by a tiny stream where a lovely lass had a lovely dream and the dream came true quite unexpectedly in Gilly Gilly Hoffman by Cat's Nell and Bogan by the Sea. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of illies strayed there, a couple mm, of illies strayed I there. I'm so. bearing that in mind, John, Penalty as you, in points, fact, to please. say the very same song to see how fast you can sing it. There's a tiny house by a tiny stream where a lovely lass had a lovely dream and the dream came from right unexpectedly in Gilly Gilly Austin Pepper Cats and Little Bogan by the Sea. Hee 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 hee. John took longer, Tim dropped two willies. I'll call that uh, <laughs> two points all. And we, in fact, now go to Mr. Bill Oddy, who is going to say that wonderful song from the film starring the immortal Eamon Andrews. The song is Do Re Me, Bill, please. <laughs> Don't care on that. Wait a minute. Just taking a breath. Do a dear, a female dear, Ray, you drop a call to sun, me and name, I call myself, follow along and wait to run, so a needle pulling thread, la, no to pull a dough, tea, and me if we jam and bread, which brings me back to dough. Oh! <laughs> I made that about six seconds, six-ish. Graham Garden, would you do likewise? Oh dear, family, dear, Ray, a drop of gold me, and never call so far along, and around, so a needle with a ring, and la, la, this is a teetering, and red, 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 dough! Gibberish! Objection by Mr. Tim Rattoli. dear. Pardon? A femal dear. A femal dear. Yeah. I'm going to make that a draw. I'm going to make the whole round a draw. Poor all, poor all. Too much gibberish about. The next uh, thing I have to do is to set up something that the teams are going to do later in the programme. <laughs> You'll keep listening. Late arrivals. We want the names, gentlemen, of rather silly people or the silly names of people who are going to arrive at a certain function. Would you think of some silly people who are going to arrive late at the musician's ball? The musician's ball. 
and we'll be coming back to that later in the programme. In the next round, was going to be on current affairs, but none of the teams had ever had an affair with the current. So, please, 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 you're not kind enough. This round is called Tag Wrestling, I should explain. Tag meaning tagline, the punchline, the end line of some story. I'm going to give each team the tagline of a story or anecdote, and I shall start with one team who must tell a story ending in their tagline. When I press my buzzer, the story passes to the other side, who must work towards the finishing line that I've given them. The winning team is the one who reaches their tagline first. Um, Tim and Bill, your tagline, suddenly the moon came up over Bangkok. <laughs> suddenly the moon came up over Bangkok, and Dr. Muller closed his diary for the last time. <laughs> Too easy, but that's the way we started. <laughs> and at the same moment, simultaneously, we cry, Graham and John are going to construct a story finishing with the line, wham, exclamation mark. And the Christmas pudding disappeared into the Mersey Tunnel. <laughs> I'm going to recapitulate. They can't touch you for it. The Tim and Bill story finishes. Suddenly the moon came up over Bangkok and Dr. Muller closed his diary for the last time. And Graham and John's story, wham, and the Christmas pudding disappeared into the Mersey Tunnel. There's a sort of ten-second-ish air about this, but we will, in fact, start with Mr. Bill Oddy. The scene? Bangkok, India. <laughs> India? The chief character, Bangkok isn't in India. Well, there is a Bangkok in India, actually, and that's where... Don't distract me. John, please. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> several thousand miles away, while listening to news of the events in Bangkok. Tim Brooke Taylor. And the events that were happening in Bangkok that they were listening to was of, uh, of Dr. Muller, who had... Uh, Graham Garden recently died. <laughs> You've, you've got two seconds, I Graham. It was Christmas, <laughs> and my father had... You mustn't get applause. Back to Bill. <laughs> and at that moment, the doctor came in and said, I'm sorry, there's been a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Muller is by no means dead. Dying, yes. John, but, please. There is a phone call from him from his famous footballing son, Muller of Bayern Munich, who only this evening are playing Liverpool at Anfield. <laughs> Tim Brooke Taylor. But I digress, he said. <laughs> At that moment, Dr. Muller, newly awakened from the dead, picked up his diary. Graham Garden. Dropped dead. <laughs> but his son, playing at Anfield, popped into our house to have a slice of Christmas pudding. <clears throat> and said, do you mind if I turn on the television for a few minutes? He turned on the television, what should he see? But Dr. Muller, a film of him, dead he was, but... At that moment, the Christmas pudding was dropped, Muller falling forwards from the shock of seeing his father on the television, stuck it with his head, and wham! <laughs> and said, I've never seen a football look like that. It looks more like the moon to me. It reminds me of a time in Bangkok, when suddenly... <laughs> Oh, forget the story, he said, kicking the pudding. Wham! <laughs> and the Christmas pudding disappeared into the Mersey Tunnel. Oh, give it to him. Yes, yes. But...
Graham and John 2-0, but we've got to do that again. We've got to give Tim and Bill a chance to save a revenge. Tim and Bill, will you uh, make note of this tagline? Suddenly he removed the Chinese mask and there stood the Archbishop of Canterbury. <laughs> Graham and John will meanwhile toy with, Oh God, she cried. How can I tell father that the monkey was French? <laughs> Suddenly he removed the Chinese mask from the rest of the Archbishop of Canterbury, Tim and Bill. Oh God, she cried. How can I tell father that the monkey was French? John and Graham. Let's start it the other way round this time. John and Graham, you've got your tagline. And we'll start with Mr. John. Please. Amanda was sitting in the garden one day, watching her father mowing the lawn when she began to remember some of the things Timber she had Taylor. read in a book. <laughs> it was Halloween, she remembered, the story went, and everyone wore masks on their faces. There was a tense hush around the... Graham. That moment, her father came up. What is this book you're reading, he said? Is it some French novel? You know I can't stand anything French. No, she Bill. said, it isn't a French novel at all. It's a book about a Halloween when everybody wears masks, especially Chinese masks, which have very little eyes, so it's very difficult to see. <laughs> what John. an extraordinary thing, she said. But there is another book inside, almost identical to this, which is a... <laughs> I'm surprised that you mistook it for the same. Tim. Uh, mistook it for the same? Never, she said. It's about Chinese masks and... <laughs> and religious cults in the West. Graham. At that moment, her pet monkey hopped onto her shoulder. <laughs> Father patted the monkey on the head. I'm quite fond of it, he said. Quite yeah. fond of the monkey, he said, but let's get back to this book. <laughs> <laughs> As you will remember, Chinese masks are very little ice, so it's difficult to see where you're going. And this fellow said... John Dean. To his surprise, in fact, while setting eyes upon the monkey, he almost was almost sure that it was an old friend of his that he had once met in Borneo. Tim. Then he remembered he'd made a complete mistake. <laughs> <laughs> he remembered, in fact, line 43 on page 92 about the Archbishop of Canterbury, who removed... The... Ah! <laughs> who had also been in Borneo at the time, <laughs> as the friend of the monkey. My friend was French said father. Bill. He said father, and a funny thing happened to him, because he was wearing a Borneo mask, which actually is very similar to the Chinese mask, <laughs> and might as well be called the same thing. And that also has very little eyes, and Amanda, who was in the habit of shouting out extraordinary things for no good reason, <laughs> shouted, Oh, God, she cried, how can I tell... <laughs> speaking of God, her father came in, and suddenly he removed Name the Chinese dropper. mask, and there stood the Archbishop of Canada. <laughs> Tim and Bill 3-0, the hardback will be published in the autumn. Now, we move to the next round. By the way, we've had a lot of letters from listeners asking, is Tim Brooke Taylor? <laughs> I've been asked to reply yes, but not necessarily in that order. Now, the next round is called Word for Word. This was going to be a round for female impersonators, but Bill failed a medical, so I'm going to give each team a word... Happy to say. ..and they must immediately come up with another word, the other member of the team, that is, which has nothing whatsoever to do with the word that started it all off. So I think I'll start with John on this occasion. John, will you start with the word ostrich? Cricket. Pentateuch. <laughs> Alchemides. Challenged by Bill Oddie. 
I couldn't say either of the last two words. <laughs> I'll allow that. I'll allow that. A connection has been established. I'll allow that. Two points. <laughs> 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 Let's leap over to the other team, and I'll say to Tim Brooke-Taylor on this occasion, Tim, I'll say earring. Horse. Jack. Lever. Pie. Jack Lever used to open the bowling for ice. <laughs> oh, the goodness of it. We've got past that. Two Let points, John, please. Good Graham Garden. Pterodactyl. Parsley. Grange. Overture. Spoke. Light. Elm. <sighs> Sorry. Challenged by Tim Rook-Taylor. Were you sitting on it? I couldn't notice. <laughs> I regret it, whatever it was. Yes, indeed. I think they should carry on. Forty <laughs> points. One for charity. Now. <laughs> but in fact, we will in fact... Yes, we'll... Let's leap back to Bill Oddie with the word nib. Lemming. Clock. Bat. Elephant's foot umbrella stand. <laughs> Groan. <laughs> Challenge by Mr. <laughs> Challenge by Mr. John, please. Could, could never have a foot if it hadn't grown. Excellent. <laughs> the power of that connection astonishes Sleep. me. Let's go to <laughs> John, please, with the word wrist. A wrist. A wrist. Stoked. <laughs> Water. Pachyderm. <laughs> Buffalo. Polyhydrate. <laughs> Buzz in I that. personally knew a polyhydrate who owned a buffalo. You know Polly, she runs the... <laughs> oh, <laughs> call a halt. I'll call a halt. I'll give that to John Polly's and Graham. Buffalo four points part. to three. Now, each team will give the other team a subject on which they must improvise a four-line calypso singing alternate lines. There are... Marks for this for wit and elegance of expression. Uh, we'll go to John and Graham first, who are going to regale us, although they don't know it yet, with the Christmas pudding calypso. I had a shock on Christmas Day. <laughs> My Christmas pudding was going grey. <laughs> old and wrinkled. And then I saw... <laughs> it wasn't a pudding, it was my mother-in-law. <laughs> Sound of cold porter spinning. And now we go to <laughs> Tim and Bill, and they're going to give us, as they suddenly discover, the show jumping, show jumping calypso. I got a first line. I went show jumping the other day. <laughs> Saw Princess Anne, and I must say, uh, she did very well to get round the course. <laughs> Considering she didn't have a horse. <laughs> I'm afraid. 
Give the edge, give the edge to John and Graham there, three, two. And we go to the next round, which is called Sculpt the Sardine, or <coughs> Carry On Singing. This round involves individual players rather than teams. The first player starts a song, stops singing whenever he feels like it on a particular word, and a player of the other team has to pick it up on that word, but with a totally different song. Let's start with Bill, going to Graham, and then Tim, and then John. So we'll start with Bill. A song, please, Bill, anything you like. I belong to Glasgow, dear. Graham. Ray, a drop of golden sun. <laughs> Me, a name. 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 That's uh, not something. Name. 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 But you must not believe me when I say there's a tree that lives. You wrote that, didn't you? <laughs> Just now. He may have done, but it's bound for the chart. We'll <laughs> be having that one soon. Farrago. Which to lives? He gave you. Is it my turn? Lives, Mr. Cleese, lives. I don't believe a word lives of that. Song. Lives under. <laughs> Neath the arches, I dream my dreams away. Down yonder in New Orleans, in the land. Is Jim. my land. This land is your land. <laughs> You've never been a state agent. What a bell of freedom. <laughs> or freedom. <laughs> Abysmal. <laughs> They've just lost their independence. So I'm well. If they going, challenge us, we can go on. Let's, well, no. Let's let's Freedom call. Come. Let's call it. Hold on. Let's start with Graham. Da, 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 we win. Thank you. We win. We win. <laughs> End of the contest. <laughs> Graham, start a song. Lash them with a song, Graham. Promises, promises. <laughs> Do you know that one? I don't promises, know any songs. Promises, promises. Come on, you know it. Oh, the camp town ladies sing this song. <laughs> song. Song. I'm about to sing a song, song. You don't have to, it's my go. <laughs> With a... Oh, is it? No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Song in my heart. 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 Twice. <laughs> I was helping you out. I won't oh. ever again. Hearts, Hearts, Heart, the herald angel. <laughs> sing. You have to sing. Find me. I don't like sing, music. Sing, sing, sing something simple. <laughs> simple. 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 Simple, Graham. Simple. Prompting. You threw your voice, Graham. Met, met, met. We all met by moonlight, but that isn't a song, met, is it? No, met, met. I'll hoot you there, Tim, yeah, and, and I'm going to make Mr. John Cleese, in fact, start a song, a real one this time, by way of a novelty, um, and stop <laughs> at a particular word from your vast repertoire, oh, Mr. Cleese. Um, we'll honour yet the school we knew, the best school of all. We'll honour yet the rule we knew till the last bell call. For happy days and holidays and sad and melancholy days. They were great. great. Nearly the term ended, isn't it? Great balls of fire! Yes! Fire! Fire to Graham Graham. 
fire down below. <laughs> below. 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 Below the winter wine. <laughs> Thou shouldst not be unkind as man's in. <laughs> man's in? Man, well, in. in. Gilly, gilly, awesome pepper cats. Bogan was the Bogan. Bogan. Oh, no, I won't allow Bogan. I'll allow C. Bye. 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 All right, bye. I'll allow bye. By the light of the silvery moon. Moon. That can't, can't be. Ah, moon, river, than a mile. Mile. Mile? My mile, old man said follow my the van. My old man said follow <laughs> the van. Just. And don't dilly dally on the way. Down upon the Swanee. <laughs> Swanee? Swanee. <laughs> I'm going to make How I love you, how I love you, my dear old Swanee. <laughs> neat, neat. Swanee. Need there isn't another, is there? Oh, God. <laughs> I'll call a halt there. I'm going to declare the whole, the whole round as a win to Tim and Bill. Tim and Bill. Bye. And in fact, gentlemen, you are locked in combat yet again with our tag wrestling part two, part two. In which we do, as before, we give each of the teams the final line of a story, and then they've got. <laughs> Could we get in the parrot exterminator, please? <laughs> this is a monologue, not a catalogue. And now, we go to... A cat? I wasn't a cat. It was a cat to me for the purposes of what I was about to say. <laughs> uh, the two final lines, uh, gentlemen all. Where are we? Ah, yes, Tim and Bill. Uh, you have, so, monsieur, the dentist smiled and squeezed the trigger on his left boot. <laughs> So, Monsieur, the dentist smiled and squeezed the trigger on his left boot, and John and Graham, Dada, gurgled the Spanish tot, and then the trampoline collapsed. <laughs> so, Monsieur, the dentist smiled and squeezed the trigger on his left boot. Tim and Top. Bill, John and Graham, Dada, gurgled the Spanish tot, and then the trampoline collapsed. Timbrook Taylor is going to start the story. Go. Bonjour. Oh, no, not bonjour. <laughs> bonjour, said Edward Heath. Bonjour, said the dentist, as the monsieur came into his uh, dentistry. I have here a bottle of whiskey. Would you like a tot? Certainly. <laughs> said his patient. <clears throat> Bill. Well, that's... Well, yes, I would like a tot, said the dentist. Well, you can't have one because there's no drinking in the surgery. Especially... <clears throat> the... John. But we could pop outside and go to the circus where there are some fascinating acts going on. So they strolled out from the... Dim. From the surgery and headed for the circus. Unfortunately, they found it wasn't in town that day, so they returned to the circus. <laughs> the, uh... Graham. The dentist said, when I offered you a tot just then, of course, I wasn't referring to the whiskey, but to this charming Spanish child. 
<coughs> which, 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 <coughs> which has absolutely nothing to do with this story. <laughs> um, in fact, back at the dentist surgery, which was in course, uh, was of course in Paris, a spy came. John, what was the last thing? A you said? spy came. A spy came. A spy came and said, "The circus is on its." Come on. <laughs> 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 I hooted. I didn't let him speak. I didn't let him speak. Who didn't let Tim. him? Uh, he said, sit down in this chair, monsieur, and I will try and open your mouth. Ah, your mouth isn't opening, so let me put my left boot in there to keep it open. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> Come in. How do you do, sir? I just came to tell you the circus is in town. Ah! <laughs> yes. Um, and the dentist said, um, but before you go to the circus, you better have your teeth done. So, um, so that you won't feel the pain, I want you to sew something. Sorry, so, so? So. 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 got into the seat and he said, look, the only thing to keep your mouth open is to put my left foot in it. And there's an anaesthetic in my left foot. So, monsieur. I Graham. told you before, certainly not. <laughs> ah, come in. It's a trampoline you ordered, sir. Oh, bring it in. <laughs> you'll, find, you'll, find, you'll find it a great deal more comfortable. You won't feel a thing if you lie on the trampoline and sew this button on my shirt, which will relax you. And then I can... <laughs> so, I shall give you this all... This is all very surrealist, the dentist said. No, it's Dada, gurgled the Spanish <laughs> cock, and then the trampoline collapsed. <laughs> Convincing win there. Sudden eruption of Dada there. <clears throat> the next round is, in fact, where we return to our earlier subject of late arrivals, gentlemen. Earlier in the programme, I asked you to announce the late arrivals at the Musician's Ball. The Musician's Ball. John and Graham, any thoughts of the Musician's Ball? I'm going to score for these as we go along. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Jean-Paul Dance. <laughs> dum dum dum. <laughs> and uh, son Charles Louis Dun. Oh. <laughs> and another arrival at the musicians' ball. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Trick Guitar. <laughs> and their son Alec Trick Guitar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Too off. Mr. and Mrs. Bob's a daisy. <laughs> And their son, Hans. <laughs> and Hans' niece, <laughs> Anne. Bumps a day <laughs> and, and also arriving late at the musician's ball, Mr. and Mrs. Hube. And their notoriously pornographic son, sometimes known as Blue Dan Hube. <laughs> <laughs> Do you realise what's happened? We've just pulled up to a draw. I know you're going to do more of these. I announced the results of the competition to draw. No, go, they're going on. I knew they would. Late it's arrival. 28 all to both teams. And John, Mr. Please, and Mrs. Uh, Tree Two-Step and their daughter, Millie Tree Two-Step. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. and Mrs. Evening and their children, Sam and Janet Evening. Oh, <laughs> It's good because they are too old. <laughs> In that case, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. 
Lao no jazz music in here. <laughs> and their mama, Donna, Lao no jazz music. Oh, it's good night, Miss Walsh. And coming in closely behind them. Their friends, Mr. and Mrs. Walls, came tumbling down. And their son, Andy Walls, came tumbling down. That's it, will you write Not it on the head? Not to mention! <laughs> And the one-legged composer and his shoe, Bert. <laughs> so it's good night from John and Graham, Tim and, and Bill. And Mr. and Mrs. Lynn and their daughter, Mandy Lynn. No. And a very, and very posh family, Mr. and Mrs. Court Orchestra <laughs> and their daughter, Palm Court Orchestra. Oh, enough, enough. Mr. and Mrs. Logan and their son, Barry Logan. Oh. Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> Doctors Batten and their son, Con Doctors Batten. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. We Organ and their son, Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Bear's Picnic. <laughs> That's it. Good night, all. Good night. That's it. Definitely. Round of applause. That was Barry Cryer saying goodbye on behalf of Tim Brooke Taylor, John Cleese, Graham Garden and Bill Oddy. Dave Lee at the piano and producer John Castle. <laughs>